guys, I have a really extra good um, podcast for you today. Today, I'm talking about Kaylin Brooke. Kaylin Brooke from kaylinbrooke.com. And she's talking about a different approach to setting goals that I really find interesting. And I'm going to see if I can try to, um, to implement this in my life. But she talks a little bit about how um, usually people start their goals January 1st. And because of certain things, it just, they just lose interest. So, because they figure, oh yeah, I have all year to get this done. And therefore, a lot of times the goal never does get accomplished. But Kaylin Brooke from kaylinbrooke.com, she's uh, talking about uh, her special method of goal setting called the six week sprint, which helps you focus on one goal at a time so that you can actually achieve your goals. Um, she's the founder of kaylinbrook.com and her mission is to help prioritize what matters over the pressure to get it all done. So she says, how many times have you seen someone else do what you want to do? But they beat you to it because you didn't set a goal to get it done in a more timely manner. Um, she says goals are effective in small things as well as big goals, small goals. You can set goals based on lifelong dreams, but you don't have to. Goals are equally as effective when applied to smaller things like organizing all of your digital photos, creating a recipe binder, uh, getting in 10,000 steps a day, or starting a morning routine. But something holds you back. It could be fear of failure or indecision on where to start. The time Timing might not feel right, or maybe you're not even sure what you really want your goals to be and simply just feel stuck. Well, you're not alone. Here is a pretty crazy stat. The University of Scranton found that only 8% of people who set goals actually achieve them. Um, dreams do not equal action. So, while you may be clear on what you want, the path to get there isn't as obvious. You need a system to act as the bridge between your dreams and the end result so you can make consistent, noticeable progress along the way. So, the system is called the six-week sprint, and it's what I'm going... Uh, she, she says she's going to share... Um, we are going to dig deep. She digs deep. Kaylin digs deep into goal setting and um, the absolute best way to follow through with any goal you set using brain science to our advantage. Now, uh, she says what you will learn. This is what 
Kaylin says, um, you, Kaylin Brooks says you will learn in her system. Why traditional goal setting doesn't work, the how it can actually cause you more harm than good, then uh, the, pri the proprietary system, the six-week sprint that will set you up for goal-crushing success in the long run. Next, she's going. we're going to learn how to turn any goal into an ACT, an actual goal, one that practically guarantees that you will follow through. And lastly, we're going to talk about the biggest reason why you're not achieving your goals currently and how to work with your brain, not against it. And it's very, very interesting. Okay. So, um, you are going to live a life that replaces I wish with I can in your goal setting. So, the problem with the yearly goal setting, and I already gave you a little bit of information about what she says. Um, she says, First, we have to talk about the problem with the yearly goal setting. January 1st is when almost everyone uh, sets ambitious goals for every area of their life. There are goals to, to declutter their house, promises to work out more instead of bringing binging on Netflix every evening, and even some brave souls that I admire who endeavor to complete a whole 30. I'm not sure what a whole 30 is. So that one, um, I'm not sure. Um, and yet year after year after year, October, October rolls around and your list of goals have been neglected. And then you've got September. I mean, you've got November, December to finish your goals and you know, what happens, it's the holidays, and there's a lot going on before the new year, and she says that is one of the reasons that your goals don't usually get uh, taken care of. Now, we have learned another uh, person, I forgot her name, we talked about her way of goal setting, and she starts backwards. She st takes her goal and divides it up by 12 months, and she completes something each month. That also works because you've actually wrote down an action plan. And if you actually just complete each, what you divided each mini part of that goal down by month, you can actually accomplish goals that way. But this way, um, you might actually accomplish a few more goals um, this way. So there's many different ways to do it. But the main thing is to actually set a plan and actually follow through on your plan and break it down in, in small enough increments that it's easy to um, accomplish in bite-sized pieces. So that's really the concept here. Um, so she says, and yet year after year after year, October will roll around and pull out your list up from your planner and the month 
you have just two months left, November, December, and they're the busiest and there's just no way to get it done. So you wind up stuffing that paper into the garbage and wait until January 1st and hope that the next year will be different. Well, newsflash, it usually isn't. The first is the fresh starts. The first is that fresh starts like a new year, new month, or even a new day, they're natural opportunities for change. But sometimes just the promise of a fresh start will convince you to put off what you could be doing right now. Now, she says the law of diminishing intent. There's a scientifically backed reason why yearly goals may not work for some. It's called the law of diminishing intent. This law says the longer you wait to take action, the less likely you are to do it. Um, so here's the thing. Short time frames may work better for you because the longer you wait to start, the quicker your inspiration will fade and steal your motivation right along with it. So nothing feel, uh, feeds into procrastination, more like the feeling you have all the time in the world to get it done. Once you shift your mindset from yearly goals to shorter time frames, such as six weeks, you don't have to and you won't want to wait until January 1st. You can start whenever you want. And that can be very, very freeing for some. It depends on how well you are at accomplishing goals once you set them and plan them out. Now, um... She talks about her goals look so pretty on paper, but they were a total failure in real life because in the same fashion as her yearly goals, it started at each 12-week 12, <clears throat> 12 year with gusto and fizzled out by week six or seven. Got to take a drink. Uh, she thought at first maybe... Uh, she had set too many goals and maybe it was just too overwhelming and she just uh, couldn't get it all done. Uh, too many goals. So she narrowed it down into two. Then she narrowed it down to just one. The results were exactly the same. So we need even shorter timelines to maintain focus and not lose our motivation but not so short like a month that you don't feel like you have enough time to get it all done. So that's when the six-week sprint was born. So that's when I, uh, not, what's her name? Kaylin. And Kaylin created goal-setting system called the six-week sprint. Six weeks to direct all of her energy towards one goal until completed, using brain science to her advantage. And the system worked. Projects she had tried to complete in 12-week year within little to no progress suddenly moved off her master to-do list into the finished list. Now, 
Demand demands action right away. Here's the benefits of the six-week sprint. Because it demands action right away, you have absolutely no time to procrastinate. Because the finish line, it's in sight. It's not 12 weeks away or 52 weeks down the road. It's six weeks. The shorter time frame also helps you make a better decision on what to say yes and no to. With only six weeks to work on your goal, you'll probably want to decline any new projects until your six weeks are up so that you can give it 100% focus. Now, lastly, you don't get bored or cave into the shiny new object syndrome. The six-week sprint is a plug-and-play system you can use to achieve any goal, big or small, big or big or small. Now, she said five major life areas. First, let's brainstorm some goals based on those life areas. Um, find these areas. Uh, they could be relationships, health, career, uh, personal enjoyment, other responsibilities. As you move from one life area to another, ask yourself, what is working right now? All too often, we focus on what isn't working, but negativity can often make you feel like a failure and like you have so much work ahead of you, which is why I want you to identify what you're doing well. You are excelling in far more ways than you might think. So second, what frustrates you the most about this area? Think of a problem that if you could solve, it would have a ripple effect on other parts of your life. And third, what do you wish you had more time for? In your ideal world, write down activities or projects that you would tackle if you have more hours in a day. Consider not just today, but three to five years from now, and what do you want to have accomplished? And for me, it would probably be working on my business. You know, when you start a business, you have to make sure your website's doing well, your social media accounts are doing well. Um, everything that you have going on with your business is smooth, running smoothly. And there are always goals that you have to set to uh, check on those and improve those and add to and, and so forth. Um, so as you work, uh, Kaylin says, as you work through these questions, uh, your goal should be personally meaningful to you, not to someone else, not to your future you or who you wish you were, this can help you choose goals that align with your priorities and core values right now. Uh, she says, but remember, the plan is to narrow our focus down to one goal. Um, this, The greatest positive impact in your life at this moment, in the shortest amount of time, that is the one you're most excited about. Now, acting, I mean, making it an A- C-T, actual goal. 
the next step is to turn your goal into an action, actual goal. If it's not already, you see vague goals are extremely difficult to reach because there's no visible or clearly defined path to follow. Without clarity, you could have multiple outcomes and multiple ways to get there. All right, so we need to make every goal concrete and actionable. Now, A is for achievable. First, your goal should be achievable, but yet aspirational. This is one of the reasons why I don't agree 100% with the attainable portion of the SMART goals acronym, which I'm sure you may have already heard and seen before. Sorry about the papers in the... <laughs> However, if your goal is easily attainable, what is going to compel you to wake up in the morning and pursue it with everything that you have? Okay, but with an aspirational goal, we subconsciously change your attitude from, I've totally got this versus, whoa, I better get to work. Now, C equals clear, measurable goal. The second element is to narrow your focus into a clear, well-defined goal that is easily measurable and quantifiable. Then there's T, time triggered. And the third and final element is time trigger. You might know what you need to do to accomplish your goal, but what about when you do it every day? What time of day? Should this be more of a weekly goal or is there a spe specific deadline you're shooting for? And that's what I love about the six-week sprint. You have a built-in due date for every goal you set. Um, and so let's quick, uh, let's see. Goals like I want to eat healthier uh, is a a vague goal. So let's focus on one aspect, eating more vegetables. So if you don't often eat vegetables in the first place, this is going to be difficult goal for you, but it's also way more achievable than completely overhauling your whole entire diet uh, in one day. You can get healthier by just adding one variable, and that is eating vegetables. Um, and the same goes for any vague goal. You can do it in bite-sized pieces, okay? Uh, break down your well-defined goal into bite-sized action steps. A goal without a plan is just a wish, creating those action steps. So we want to brainstorm every single task needed to reach your goal in as small increments as possible. If you envision your goal as the ultimate destination on your roadmap, we are creating all the stops along the way. But don't worry about getting 
everything in the right order yet. Just brain dump everything you need to do. And when you're finished, you can look over your list and break down any bigger action steps even further. The smaller the action step, the more motivated you'll be to continue moving forward because it'll be easier, smaller, bite-sized steps. Map it out. Know that all these those steps are out on paper. We can then map it out in order according to six weekly time slots. So here's the core of the six-week sprint. Each week becomes a small checkpoint towards your ultimate destination week six. As you add each action step or steps to each week, keep in mind your current commitment so you don't overload one week more than another. Now, of course, if you, you know, get behind, you can catch up, but just keep in mind it is a lot harder. Now, set only one goal per sprint. It's because of this that I only recommend setting one goal per six-week sprint. Like I mentioned earlier, when I when she tried the 12-week year, she set three to four goals between her personal and business life, but didn't just fail because of the time period she had established. It was also added too much to her already full plate. So, a shorter focus works. For my fellow achiever, overachievers, it's going to feel like you're not making much progress this way. But I promise that the shorter focus will allow you to knock out a goal with much faster. Now, what about the bigger goals? They can be done using the same system. It just has to be broke down into... Dif uh, uh, different amounts of goals instead of using it as one whole goal, like writing a book. Obviously, unless it's a very small uh, handbook of some site or a guide, you can't write a full book in six weeks. But you can break down every part of writing a book into different six week sprints. So now what about goals that are so big they don't easily fit into a six week time frame? For instance, writing a book. The six week sprint is still works. There's no goal too challenging as long as you break parts of it down into six weeks. If there are too many steps to realistically accomplish in one weekly time slot, that is a telling sign that you should split your goal into a couple of smaller goals. So I would use a six-week sprint to plan your entire renovation and purchase supplies. Now we're, we've gone to what about a project like renovating a bathroom? This is her example. To renovate a bathroom, um, you would... Plan the entire renovation and purchase supplies rather than tackle the entire project. You can also use the six-week sprint to develop a new habit like walking 10,000 steps a day. Um, go ahead and get started. Use that as your six-week, you know, your six-week goal 
can be, you know, your plan of how to get started and your supplies. So if you're, you've been working, if you've been, if you've been shopping this season with, uh, okay. Um, do not let those tasks stay on your pretty worksheets. Transfer these tasks for anything that you're trying to tackle, all the parts of your goal. Um, transfer those tasks over to whatever weekly planning system you have. If you use a calendar, if you use a planner, be sure you write all of these things that you're, you've already planned out Write it in your planner. The easiest way that uh, Kaylin has found to do this is by time blocking. Using her Google Calendar, she assigned one to two hours every week to her six-week sprint. Okay, that's how she broke it down. And that task, just like... Um, you can see here that she she was working on a Pinterest course and she time blocked the tasks just like she would a lunch meeting or a doctor's appointment. Now, without a driving force of future goals, you default into a routine that lies within your comfort zone, never changing and always focusing on dealing with what's urgent in that moment rather than carving out time for the important. If you don't carve out time for what's important, then what's important won't get done. Your goals are so important. And my friend, your goals are so important. Goals provide you with a sense of purpose and direction for your life and endpoint where you can look back and see how you've developed personally in a positive way. Goals move you closer to that person you want to become and they replace a life of mediocrity with one that makes you proud. All right, now let's kind of go over, review a little bit of the, the most important parts of this six-week sprint. Um, Kaylin says, implementing the six-week sprint will allow you to live a life that replaces I wish with I can a life that empowers you to live without regrets and to be proud of the person you've become. Are you ready? Let's make your wildest dreams. Kaylin Brooks says you need a system to act as the bridge between your dreams and the end result so you can make consistent, noticeable progress along the way. Uh, as much as she s s wishes it were this easy, your dreams do not automatically result in action. Neither will getting fired up after your goal only to fizzle out a week later. So here's what she says. You can set goals based on lifelong dreams, but you don't have to. Goals are equally as effective when applied to smaller things like organizing all your digital photos, creating a recipe binder, getting 10,000 steps a day, or starting a morning routine. Whatever goal you have in mind, whether it's for business or personal, 
small or huge, like writing a book. Fresh starts like a new year, new month, or a, even a new day, they're natural opportunities for change, but sometimes just the promise of a fresh start will convince you to put off what you could be doing right now. The longer you wait to take action, the less likely you are to do it. The benefits of the six-week sprint are it demands action right away. You have absolutely no time to procrastinate because the finish line is in sight. It's not 12 weeks away or 52 weeks down the road. It's six weeks. The shorter time frame also helps you make better decisions on what to say no to so that you can focus 100% on your goal. Choose a goal based on one of the five main areas of life. Relationship, health, career, personal enjoyment, or responsibilities. Turn your goal into a ACT actual goal by making it achievable, clear, and measurable, and include a time trigger, either a hard due date or the frequency of the task goal. Brainstorm every single task needed to reach your goal in as small increments as possible. If you envision your goal as the ultimate destination on your roadmap, you are creating all the stops along the way. Now, the last is transfer the tasks needed to accomplish your goal to whatever goal planner, calendar planner, notebook planner, journal, um, just whatever weekly planning system you use, whether it's traditional paper planner or a digital one, and do some time blocking, she says, so that you can actually work on it every single day, a small one bite at a time. All right, guys, that was a very interesting way to uh, set goals. I'm going to try to start implementing that in and uh, see how it goes with my business. And uh, I will see you on the next podcast. Thank you for watching.